Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome in. It is the Tiger Woods show right here on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. What is up? Cam Rogers coming at you as always. And I'm alongside Bridget Whalen. We, of course, are your Tiger Woods experts. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast here as we are now in our first show of the 2021 calendar year. Be sure to leave a review Tell your friends, give us five stars, all that good stuff. And of course, hit us up on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget K. Whalen. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Wishing you all the very best here in January and going forward. The PGA Tour is back this week. We're off to Hawaii. We have the Century Tournament of Champions this week. Not a full field event. We have to wait one more week for that. But still, a star-studded field here for the Century Tournament of Champions out there at the Plantation Course at Kapalua. So we'll talk about that later in the show. But we want to start off with what is going to air this weekend a two-part documentary featuring Tiger Woods on HBO. Some insiders out there have already seen it. What are they saying? What do Bridget and I think about this upcoming little special here? Because there have been Tiger Woods documentaries before. Could this defer from the past ones? We'll talk about it right here on the Tiger Woods show. But first, a shout out to betonline.ag. Of course, the NBA and college basketball are back. You have the NFL playoffs this weekend. With everything going on right now, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking maybe the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you have to go to betonline.ag. This week, folks, I am looking at the Washington football team against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line for Washington plus 350. I like that number. I told you all to go with the Ravens minus 13 last week. The Ravens blow out the Bengals. So this week I'm thinking Washington to maybe stun Tom Brady and the Bucks. So from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And of course, you have the online casino as well. It never closes. So once again, head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Okay, Bridget Whalen, Happy New Year. Happy 2021 to you. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm not sure how I feel about this Tiger Woods documentary that's going to come out this weekend because I'm almost desensitized to the Tiger documentaries because there have been so many of them and it's like what are you going to learn additionally that you didn't already know and so I read an article recently Bridget from Golf World and here's a little passage that I found interesting so it's called Tiger So it starts with, quote, Tiger, especially episode two, 
relies heavily on those who were on the periphery of Woods' life or are no longer in it. So that basically says this documentary is essentially coming from the viewpoints of writers and vloggers and people who used to be in Tiger's life, but not so much anymore. And we're not talking about his current inner circle. We're not talking about the man himself. That's for sure. He's not going to be in this. And so it makes me wonder here, what educational value is this going to bring? If anything, maybe it's just going to be an amusement ride, if you will, entertaining, whatever. Uh, maybe there's some Hollywood-esque drama that is overblown about Tiger, of course, rising and then falling and then rising again. And we've heard about this so many times, Bridget. And so it really does beg the question, is there educational value at all? And could it just be entertainment value in its purest form? So I'll leave that to you. Yeah, I feel like the story of his upbringing is intriguing. I actually, as much as I know about Tiger, I feel like that portion of his life is sort of elusive. Like, yeah, we all know that his dad was a military guy, um, very regimented, obviously. So I feel like that kind of stuff, if it addresses sort of the early family dynamic, then, then I'm interested. That's sort of something I think is the reason that Tiger is who he is. We're all sort of a product of our childhood and his was, his is definitely intriguing to me. Um, I think that if it's coming from the perspective of, of the, the past Tiger, because he really is two different people. And that's, that's just kind of been the evolution of all that he's gone through. He's the guy has been through a lot. He really has dealt with things publicly that I'm hard pressed to say another athlete or I mean, even celebrity of his stature has come back from and now kind of is praised again in the sense as he was 20 years ago at the height of um, his dominance. So I think that that sort of like languid transition from like the old tiger to the new tiger to Tiger is like dad tiger now. And he's he's no longer like the young tiger doing promiscuous things. Like that's not what I think of when I think of tiger any longer. I'm not even sure if I really thought of him ever in that way, because to me, he's always been more of a champion before anything else. And I sort of don't like uh, judging someone personally, if I do not know them personally. So I never really fed into, I know that he's been through a lot. I know that he's done a lot that he probably isn't proud of, but like who hasn't like, let's just be frank about that. Um, I think that it, it might not be like fascinating and informative if you've followed tiger for like as many years as I have, but I'm, I'm still intrigued by it. And, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like anything Tiger, people are going to watch and, and people are going to tune into, even if they, even if they say like, oh, like this isn't going to tell me anything that I don't know. Like, well, maybe it will. And like, is that going to stop you from tuning in? Probably not. So I will ask you a follow-up question off of that. Do you like roll your eyes every time you see news of a new Tiger Woods documentary, especially when it doesn't involve him? And, and then a second part to that would be because he doesn't really let us in about his private life too much, 
how good can these documentaries really be? And again, you got to get inside his circle, but it's hard to even do that. And then, I don't know, Bridget, I watched the trailer for this and I'm like, all right, we're going to go back to the scandal and we're going to bring in some women that he had extramarital affairs with. And it's like, it's so 10 years ago, like it almost feels like a drag in a way, but I know they have to tell a story and that's part of his life for sure. And a big mistake in his life for sure. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's just too much. Yeah. Like you're, you're saying it, it's like a, um, a, like a cathartic experience for someone like Steve Williams to like share. Exactly. His- yeah. <laughs> he was no, in no. the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get that. And like, I agree. Like, why, like Rachel, you could tell talking, like, to be honest, I feel like they probably had a handful of encounters, maybe, maybe more, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I do not think that she played some heavy, primitive, like big role in his life, not at all. So I feel like hearing from those people is sort of just the opportunity, as you said, to have like a theatrical version of a, you know, a different side that we're not going to hear from Tiger. Like if you want to compare it to dance, Michael Jordan was heavily involved with that. So that got some criticism because then this sort of comes from his POV, right? But when you do it the complete opposite way where Tiger isn't even involved with this and and to be honest, maybe Tiger's people even tried to put the kibosh on this. And I bet, actually. Yeah, so like that's a cantankerous situation where something is coming out about you and, and quote unquote, a documentary, your life story, and it has zero um, POV from, from the person that it's based on. Like that's a little weird to me. And I agree with you. That's a very, uh, it's a very Hollywood-esque type situation, which I understand that HBO, they- they want the viewers, they want the eyes. And yeah, if you say, I'm going to hear something from Steve Williams that maybe I never heard before. And maybe he's going to tell me like, Tiger is a monster. It's like, okay, that's all fine and good. That was a long time ago. People change. Maybe he's not a monster now. And maybe the demons, because he definitely was dealing with something. Maybe the demons that he was dealing with are no longer a part of his story. So it, the time, the timeliness is weird to me, especially because at this point he won the masters in 2019. He won the tour championship the year prior. Like you're not talking about a guy who is over and done with, like, we're not, we're not recollecting data on someone who's never going to see the light of competitive golf again. Like that's not the case. So it's a little weird for me. Um, I won't be tuning in because I don't get HBO to my apartment and I'll be leaving my parents' house on Sunday afternoon. So I'm not really going to be privy to see it, but I'm sure I'll read all about it after uh, the two-part series wraps up. (laughs) Do you remember when Hank Haney released his book and Tiger fielded some questions about it, particularly with the Navy SEALs, and Tiger was having none of it. And you watch the recent trailer for this documentary and it's Stevie Williams talking about the Navy SEALs. I bet you that part pissed off Tiger the most, but you almost wonder why, like, why does that make him mad? And maybe he just says that it didn't happen. I don't know. Um, But it is like an interesting sort of thing where, especially coming from Stevie saying that Tiger at one point 
almost didn't like the fame that he wanted to join the military instead to like get out of all of that, get out of the limelight. See, and I like for me, I just feel like that all comes back to who Tiger is. Like he's so often veiled from the public. And it's like he has, like, I'm going to reference Harry Potter, but he almost wants that invisibility cloak. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like he would like to walk through life like that. So for me, I, I kind of understand the, um, again, I'm not in that position, but I could kind of understand where he comes from with that. And I feel like stuff that Steve Williams has to say at this point to me is like, it's some like let it go buddy like get over it well also I would just like to say Tiger is not that guy who is going to really speak ill about people and he's not going to say like his side of the story you're really never going to hear that one because Tiger as an individual is above all that like he has never been someone to to sort of open up he's not he's not opening up anything ever he never will we will never know, even in press conferences, we think that he's being transparent. I mean, if you're really in the know, you know he's not. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone on the outside, the periphery, and you hear him talking, you're like, wow, he's really forthcoming. And he's like, he's never forthcoming. He's always calculated. He always is is answering questions in, in the Tiger-esque way. That's just how he operates. I think that people wanting to know more about his life is only natural. And I feel like documentaries like this having not having not seen it I can't really say fully but I feel like documentaries like this almost make it less likely for him to be open to doing things in the future his relationship with golf tv I think is incredible uh how open he is with Henny I think is awesome yeah, I think we talked about that yeah, yeah that relationship is is so different from the tiger of past he he is very personable he is very um, he, he seems very open with her. I mean, she, she doesn't, she's not like a hard hitting news journalist. Right. So again, that's definitely a pro on that relationship part, but things like that, like he is starting to do things like that. And then when stuff like this comes out, it's like, well, are we going to take a step forward now or two steps back? Like more likely we're going to take steps back and he's going to have to answer questions about this documentary the next time he tees it up. Even if it is in a couple months, someone's gonna say something, you know they are. So things like that frustrate me because then you're just like, it's a constant backwards spiral. And if you really wanna know the guy and like his life story and everything, you're gonna have to get some of his input. Yeah, sure. You're then gonna have to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then sure, it's a little one-sided, but I mean, come on, would you rather have it be one-sided from the person that you're trying to learn about or one-sided from someone who has like a really nasty sort of history at the end, at least most of these people do. I, of course, I don't know how the fallouts happened with, with multiple people, but any fallout is negative. So that's the only thing that I, I kind of feel like it's it's just not fruitful in the long run. Yep. I think, honestly, it comes down to entertainment value, and that's what HBO is going for here, it seems. So this Tiger two-part documentary airing Saturday on HBO, so you guys can check that out if you have it. If you don't, you certainly will be reading about it, as Bridget will be. I mentioned that the PGA Tour is back here in 2021. The Century Tournament of Champions Plantation Course at Kapalua in Hawaii. Eight of the top 10 players 
in the world, including the number one player, Dustin Johnson, as well as Justin Thomas, Bryson, Colin Morikawa, Xander Schauffele, only Rory and Tyrrell Hatton are the two top 10 players that are not playing this week. Jim Herman, by the way, is out, Bridget, after testing positive for COVID-19. You really feel for that guy because he broke through with a win last year, and I'm sure he would have loved to have played at this tournament. And then you have five players who will tee it up for the first time, Carlos Ortiz, Victor Hovland, Sanjay M, Jason Kokrak, and Richie Wierenski. No surprise, DJ is the betting favorite at plus 600. And then you have John Rahm second there at plus 700. Bridget, obviously a unique tournament because it's a small field event. Only the winners of the previous year are playing, but with COVID and the shutdown and all that jazz, they are extending the parameters, if you will. So if you made it into the tour championship at East Lake, you are in the field this week, if you so choose. So what do you make of this tournament, Bridget? I mean, it's a nice little escape to see Hawaii. That's a place I want to visit at some point. Yeah, I love it. I feel like getting the opportunity to tee it up in Hawaii, the first tournament of the season, not having won, not having ever teed it up there, maybe because you've never won before. I actually don't know how many players in the field are players who have never won who are going to get the chance to tee it up here. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, I think that that's like, that's like the silver lining for me. It's like, I didn't even win. I'm not maybe even like close to winning ever before. And I get to tee it up at the tournament champions. You're playing so with house money. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Spend your, your new year's in Hawaii. Like, come on, that's pretty cool. Um, I do feel for Jim Herman that stinks. He is someone who, who knows how many more times he'll have the opportunity to play there. So right. Yeah, that when I heard that, that really did tug at my heart a little bit. Um, but that's just the the nature of the climate we are living in right now. Right. And we are back to our picks competition. Of course, the last tournament was the Mayakoba Classic. Bridget currently has a $900,000 lead, which in the grand scheme of things could be kind of small, <laughs> depending on what I do this week. Smaller field. We shall see. Plenty of golf ahead of us here, Bridget. So I'll go with mine first and let you know that I am picking Xander Shoffley to win. He leads the entire field with an average of 2.59 strokes gained per round at Kapalua. So he has the course history, led last year's field in strokes gained tee to green, off the tee, and around the green. And I think he finished the calendar year in solid form as well. So put that all together. I'm not going to overanalyze the first week of 2021. I'm just going to pick a big name. I almost went Bryson, to be honest with you, because you can bomb it at this course. Par 73, by the way. The only one on the PGA Tour rotation. But I'm going with Xander. I like him to win this week, Bridget. Straight off of a COVID recovery, he's back and ready to win. I like it. I think he's solid. Um, first... First week of the year, I'm going with the number one player in the world. Logical. Dustin Johnson, he had an excellent holiday. I'm not sure <laughs> if you were following his escapades with Paulina, but man, this guy, if anyone's relaxed and recharged, it's him. 
And so I'm going with him. I mean, he nearly, he, you know, this is a course he plays very well. He hits the ball far. That's all I'm going to say. There was a, an iconic shot that occurred. I'm not going to rub it in, but I feel like my guy has a really good chance to win here. I think you have a unique advantage sometimes when making these picks because you follow these guys more on Instagram than I do. And you see what they're doing and how they're taking care of their bodies and recharging mm -hmm. and resting. You have that special angle. So you saw that DJ yeah. had a nice holiday break and he's going to be yeah. ready to go this week. Nice is a, is a great way to put it. And, and I'm now I just have to rub it in because you didn't even say anything about it. The guy almost holed out 400 yards. Can, are we forgetting it was a par four and it was the best shot I think I've ever seen. And it was at this course. So maybe he'll hold it out this time. I don't know. He had a really good holiday. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Dustin Johnson for Bridget. I'm going with Xander Shoffley this week at the tournament of champions and speaking of social media i think you saw that justin thomas and bryson DeChambeau were hanging out at this tournament and you had no idea they were friends and i can agree yeah. i had no idea either <laughs> i did i mean they just seem that's an intriguing combo to me not i uh, uh, nothing past them i mean great if they're buddies or maybe they're just eating at the same table i really don't know what was going on but it, it's a it's an intriguing combo bryson and jt <laughs> yeah, I did not expect them to be good friends. Well, you know, I think they could be friendly, especially Justin Thomas. I feel like he could be friends with anybody. So Brooks and Bryson, that'll take some time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. That's yeah, and I, I think, you know, they're around the same age. They both bomb it. They got a lot in common. They're both pro golfers. I don't know. <laughs> Making a lot out of nothing here. <laughs> hey, no, I get it. I get you. I could see that. So absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Network. Enjoy the tournament this week as well as some NFL football. And we'll talk to you guys next week right here on the Tiger Woods Show. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.